we are doing chapter 55 canto 10 part 3 <clears throat> this is a new story this is called the story history of pradyumna pradyumna is the son of sri krishna now that was the son born to rukmini last time uh, you heard the entire story of rukmini isn't it how she was kidnapped and how everybody got angry everybody is upset <clears throat> the entire story we have heard so this time now we are going to hear the story about her son and what happens afterwards how is how is her son born and so on and so forth so history of pradyumna chapter 55 sukhdev goswami said kamdev cupid kamdev is cupid an expansion of vasudev had previously been burned to ashes by rudra's anger now to obtain a new body he merged back into the body of lord vasudev this is a small background <clears throat> after the death of sati you will find that uh, shivji is not at all interested in getting married he just goes and sits uh, <clears throat> for meditation in the kailasha and he is continuously meditating over there now all the gods are worried because if shivji doesn't get married the entire world's creation will stop and so on and so forth i mean quite a lot of wrong things will happen so naturally the, he has to get married so there is <coughs> himwan himwan is himalayas hmm? his daughter is there now her name is parvati remember himwan means himalaya parvat is a, is then extension of parvat himalaya parvat correct so parvati so parvati is the daughter and she is in love with i mean she is the same sati who is reborn again so she is in love with shivji and she wants to get married to him and unfortunately shivji is not in the mood to do anything so somewhere down the story now i don't want to give you the entire story a small part of it the gods enlist kamdev to go and shoot his arrows you remember cupid and his arrows so they enlist cupid or uh, kamdev to go and shoot the arrows at shivji now <coughs> shivji is in no mood to do any of those things and the moment now kamdev is hiding behind and he is trying to shoot the arrow at shivji now shivji's eyes are closed but remember shivji is all knowing so what happens the moment <laughs> he comes to know about kamdev he opens his third eye at the moment he opens his third eye kamdev is finished so now kamdev doesn't have a body and his wife is there rati rati means what kam kama is basically means you know your sexual activities or lust or so on and so forth now who will be the wife of kamdev it will be none other but rati rati means night ha ah. so everybody has got into frozen mode ha huh? good <laughs> yeah so very funny so <coughs> except you are there okay no problem so rati is the only person uh, who is very very much affected so she goes back to vasudev krishna and says you know you are you know my husband is uh, not there please can you revive him so krishna revives him as a invisible being as a being but he is invisible so she says no but i would like to be with him 
So can you please do something about it? So Krishna blesses her and says that you will be born again and Kamdev will also be born again. And Kamdev will be born as Krishna's son. And that is Pradyumna. Alright, so this is the, the little story around Pradyumna. So history of Pradyumna is being told to you. So Sukhdev Goswami said Kamdev Cupid. <coughs> An expansion of Vasudev had previously been burned to ashes by Rudra's anger. Now, to obtain a new body, he merged back into the body of Lord Vasudev. He took birth in the womb of Vaidarbi from the seed of the Lord Sri Krishna and received the name Pradyumna. In no respect was he inferior to his father. It's the same expansion of Krishna. Okay. Means one amsha of Krishna and naturally he has the same qualities as the father. Now, what happens 10 days, 10 days after he is born? Something very strange happens. The demon Sambhara who could assume any form he desired, kidnapped the infant before he was even 10 days old. Understanding Pradyumna as his enemy, Sambara threw him into the sea and then returned home. Now, sometimes, you know, we uh, people, they do all kinds of activities without knowing much about things. So likewise, Sambara is absolutely, uh, he he thinks that he is this, uh, you know, uh, something to affect him. So naturally he throws the child into the sea. Then what happens? A powerful fish swallowed Pradyumna and this fish along with others was caught in a huge net and seized by fishermen. Now the same uh, bod named the small child is now eaten by a fish. Is gulped down by a fish. And then what happens? Now this fish is caught by some fishermen. The fisherman presented this extraordinary fish to Sambara, who had his cook bring it to the kitchen, where they began cutting it up with a butcher's knife. Now, who is going to be the cook? His his wife only. (laughs) So, seeing a male child in the belly of the fish, the cooks gave the infant to Mayavati, who was astonished. Mayavati is is the maid servant of that lord, okay, Sambara. Narad Muni then appeared and explained to her everything about the child's birth and his entering the fish's abdomen. So the whole story is now put into a shortcut and said, Narad Muni comes and he is the one who continues on with the story, isn't it? So everywhere you, you need the connection. So connection is provided by Narada. So he tells the story and says, this is what has happened, now please continue. Mayavati was in fact Cupid's renowned wife Rati. So now you know where the whole thing happened. While waiting for her husband to obtain a new body, his previous one having been burnt up, she has been assigned by Sambara to prepare vegetables and rice. Mayavati understood that this infant was actually Kamdev and thus she began to feel love for him. Now remember, Mayavati is an old woman, older woman, okay, or maybe a girl. And this is a small baby, 10 days old. Alright, but she knows who this child is. Now, naturally, Mayavati feels love for that child. It's not a child actually. After a short time, this son of Krishna, Pradyumna, attained his full youth. He enchanted all women who gazed upon him. My dear king, with a bashful smile and raised eyebrows, Mayavati exhibited various gestures of conjugal attraction as she lovingly approached her husband, whose eyes were broad like the petals of a lotus, 
whose arms were very long and who was the most beautiful of men. Now remember, there is a big age difference between them, isn't it? Lord Pradimna told her, Oh mother, your attitude has changed. You are overstepping the proper feelings of a mother and behaving like a lover. So naturally what happens? Pradyumna is... <laughs> now remember, Mayavati is the person who he had seen as a baby. 10 day old baby. Remember that. And naturally when he grows up, she is behaving in a very different manner with him. And now he is considering her as the mother because she is brought him up. So when she is showing those kind of flavors with him, naturally he is a little bit worried. He says, why are you doing like this? You know, you should not be doing this. <laughs> the demon Sambara threw you into the sea. So what she says? She tells him the story. That demon Sambara, oh, sorry, Rati said, you are the son of Lord Narayana and were kidnapped from your parents' home by Sambara. I, Rati, I am your legitimate wife, O Master, because you are Cupid. So she tells him who he is. She says, this is the entire story in shortcut. Sambara kidnapped Krishna's son, threw him into the sea, fish ate him, and the fish was cut open, and you were found inside the fish, and then you were brought to me. And this is the entire story in shortcut. I am your wife, Rati. That demon Sambara threw you into the sea and when you were not even 10 days old and a fish swallowed you. Then in the very place we recovered you from the fish's abdomen, O Master. Now kill this dreadful Sambara, your formidable enemy. Although he knows hundreds of magic spells, you can defeat him with bewildering magic and other techniques. Your poor mother, having lost her son, cries for you like a kurari bird. She is overwhelmed with love for her child, just like a cow that has lost his calf. Who is the mother? The mother is? Who is the mother? Do you remember? Who is the mother? Yes, Rukmini is the mother. Okay, she is also called Vaidharbi because she comes from a region called Vidharba. Alright, Sukhdev Goswami continued speaking thus, Mayavati gave to the great soul Pradyumna the mistake knowledge called Mahamaya which vanquishes all other deluding spells. So, naturally now, Again, the story proceeds further where Pradyumna has been given the power to create different kinds of spells. Pradyumna approached Sambara and called him to battle, hurling intolerable insults at him to foment a conflict. Naturally, you see, if you go and say, oh, can we have a war? I'm sorry, nobody's going to have a war with you. But try to throw some insults and see what happens. Naturally, there will be a war, isn't it? Offended by the harsh words, Sambara became as agitated as a kick snake. He came out, club in hand, his eyes red with rage. Sambara whirled the club swiftly about and then hurled it back to wise Pradyumna, producing a sound as sharp as a thundercrack. As Sambara's club came flying towards him, Lord Pradyumna knocked it away with his own. Then O King Pradyumna angrily threw his club at the enemy. Resorting to black magic of the Daityas taught to him by Maya Dhanav, Sambara suddenly appeared in the sky and released a downpour of weapons upon Krishna's son. Harassed by this rain of weapons, Lord Rukmineya, that is Rukmini's son, the great powerful warrior made use of the mystic science called Mahamaya which was created for the mode of goodness and which could defeat all other mystic powers. 
white magic black magic you know i'm sure in in our normal world we have heard of white magic black magic so he uses white magic the demon then unleashed hundreds of mystic weapons belonging to goyakas gandharvas pishachas uragras rakshasas and lord karshni pradyumna struck them down drawing a sharp edge sword pradyumna forcibly cut off sambara's head complete with red mustache helmet and earrings why do all these uh, demons have big mustache you know very funny get up i was wondered <laughs> okay i'll tell you later on <laughs> as a resident of the higher planets showered the pradyumna with flowers and chanted his praises his wife appeared in the sky and transported him through the heavens back to the city of dwarka o king lord pradyumna and his wife resembled a cloud <coughs> resembled a cloud accompanied by lightning as they they descended from the sky into the inner quarters of krishna's most excellent palace which were crowded with lovely women the women of the palace thought he was lord krishna when they saw his dark blue complexion the color of rain cloud his yellow silk garments his long arms and red tinged eyes his charming lotus face adorned with pleasing smile his fine ornaments and his thick curly blue hair thus the women became bashful and hid themselves here and there so they think he is also krishna hmm? and thinking that he is krishna all the women when they see him coming they hide <coughs> gradually from the slight differences between his appearance and krishna's the lady realized he is not the lord delighted and astonished they approached pradyumna and his consort who was jewel among women <coughs> seeing pradyumna's sweet voice dark eyed rukmini remembered her lost son and her breast became moist out of affection so rukmini also remembers who he is shrimati rukmini devi said who is this lotus eyed jewel among men what man's son is he and what woman carried him in his in her womb and who is this woman who has taken his him as his wife <clears throat> if my lost son were kidnapped from the maternity room was still alive somewhere he would be of the same age and appearance as this young man how many movies have we heard this line i'm sure you know all the lines that we see in all the movies are coming from this place only this is the book which actually is a whole part and parcel of all the other books that we are doing ah huh, by the way i mean those who are doing uddhav gita with me audod gita with me and so many other things bhagavad gita everything by the way is a part of this and this actually is comprising of over 400000 uh, verses you know but today in the average ver- version we are having just few 18 books maybe a few kilos in weight otherwise it would be a mound of material and nobody has it as of now so <clears throat> just a few days ago there was one article which said you know that uh, sanskrit was found in syria so syria is the birthplace of sanskrit and they found that the sanskrit is uh, over uh, 1500 bc okay that means approximately 3500 years old and they found inscriptions over there which are written in sanskrit now the unfortunate part is this that we in india we are not supposed to write down it's all by shruti and smriti you know you keep on repeating it and the other person hears it he by hearts it and he tells it to his son. so think about it you know our parents also must have told told us so many stories ramayana mahabharata this that we ourselves have never written it down and then we have gone and told our children 
half of the time our stories are incomplete and the child says it's better i watch that uh, serials than you telling me the story of ram and sita and all. <laughs> and today hanuman is doing activities hanuman and ganesh is doing activities working with computers and all. it seems very funny isn't it <clears throat> so as if you know all these heroes they are like superman batman and all they are working in today's day and age it doesn't gel but still uh, sanskrit it's a language of the gods as they say and it has been it has its origins in bharatvarsh in this country and unfortunately some of the places where it has traveled to they have left the inscriptions you will find that even in china in various other places you will find that there are those things left behind and we can find them even today doesn't mean that that particular place is the place where all this happened okay so coming back to this <coughs> so yes he must be the same child i bore in my womb since i feel great affection for him and my left arm is quivering okay remember all the signs in the last last time oh the left side of the body the legs and this and that and everything quivering means something now here the left arm is quiver quivering so that must be his son her son as queen rakmini conjecture conjectured in this way lord krishna the son of devaki arrived on the scene with vasudev and devaki although lord janardhan knew perfectly well what had transpired he remained silent the sage narada however explained everything beginning with sambara's kidnapping of the child when the woman of lord krishna's palace heard this amazing account they joyfully greeted pradyumna who had been lost for many years but who now had returned as if from the dead so in four lines he has become big also okay वो खाली फ्लैशबैक था थोड़ा सा देव की वासुदेव कृष्णा बलराम एंड ऑल द वेमेन ऑफ द पैलेस एस्पेशली क्वीन रिक्मिनी एम्ब्रेस द यंग कपल एंड रिजॉइस्ड हियरिंग दैट लॉर्ड लॉर्ड लॉस्ट प्रद्युम्ना हैड कम होम द रेसिडेंट्स ऑफ द्वारका डिक्लेयर आ प्रोविडेंस हैज अलाउड द चाइल्ड टू रिटर्न एज ए फ्रॉम डेथ इट इज नॉट एस्टॉनिशिंग दैट द पैलेस वुमेन who should have felt maternal affection for pradyumna privately felt ecstatic attraction for him as if he were their own lord after all the son resembled the father indeed pradyumna was a perfect reflection of the beauty of lord krishna the shelter of the goddess of fortune and appeared before their eyes as cupid himself since with those on the level of his mother felt conjugal attraction for him then what to speak of how other women felt when they saw him okay at the end of the day it is all coming down to one thing only <laughs> so we have come to the end of the story so pradyumna story is there so that to get a continuation of where we left last time rukmini is uh, brought to the palace and then rukmini has a son he is born 10 days later he is kidnapped he is been uh, thrown into the sea and then eaten by a fish and then he is is brought out to the king's palace and there <coughs> he is cut open now this is happening in sambara's palace okay so they must have made the sambar of fish okay so fish sambar <laughs> coming back to the story so the it's given to mayavati mayavati is the uh, she is the servant in that particular house now mayavati immediately when she sees the child remembers who who he is and tells him the story now naturally the child is growing up in a different place correct now when he is growing up in a different place 
the mother and son are there sort of you know like she's got a motherly kind of a nature she takes care of the baby and he grows up now imagine so naturally she is showing instead of maternal feeling she is showing some other feeling so the child asks her who are you she says tells him and then when he grows up he kills the demon sambara and then he is coming back to his place with krishna so many years must have passed by correct and so naturally when he comes back he is welcomed in the palace he is calm dev himself the whole story is turned out in such a way that the entire remember <clears throat> in the earlier story that is going on yesterday we celebrated a very big uh, function over here in india in in india or the world over that is ram navmi correct so now shri ram is a person who is not the complete portion of krishna not complete four less qualities one of the less qualities is this he doesn't have attraction for other women so other women are not attracted towards him okay <laughs> but in krishna's case the whole soul and soul of his entire creation is down here so naturally we have to see so now we have come to the end of the chapter now doing chapter 56 this is called the shamantaka jewel the jewel of shamantaka it's another story now krishna is going to get married to two women now all right so in this story so now <laughs> let us see no no he's not a laughing matter boss he's super boss boss kon hai malum hai kya hmm. so the shamantaka jewel chapter 56 sukhdev goswami said having offended lord krishna satrajit tried at best he could to atone by presenting him with a daughter and the shamantaka jewel now let us come back to the stories the shamantaka jewel is a story about one of the jewels that is found the story goes in this manner that the lord krishna is accused of robbing this jewel and how he recovers it and what is the story what is the the way in which the jewel goes where it goes and then how it is returned back is the entire story so let us see how it happens so we'll start where having offended the lord satrajit satrajit is a person who has that jewel okay tried at best he could to atone by presenting him with the daughter and the shamantaka jewel who is his daughter satyabhama. the second wife of krishna is called satyabhama okay lord parikshit inquired o brahmana why did king satrajit do to offend lord krishna where did he get the shamantaka jewel and why did he give his daughter to the supreme lord so now we have to go back to the entire story sukdev goswami said surya the sun god felt great affection for his devotee satrajit acting as his greatest friend the demigod gave the jewel called shamantaka as a token of his satisfaction so the sun god is the friend of satrajit so what he does as a token of friendship he gives him one jewel called shamantak wearing the jewel in his neck satrajit entered dwarka he is shown as brightly as the sun itself because it's a it's a you know jewel given by the sun god so o king and thus he went unrecognized because of the jewel's effulgence as the people looked at satrajit from a distance his brilliance blinded them they presumed he was the sun god surya 
and went to tell Lord Krishna, who at that time was playing dice. They all say, you know, that the Lord is always playing dice. Dala, ek number, do number, teen number, che number, aya kuch. What is the meaning of the word playing dice? Playing dice is the number of options that we have in our life. You know, which path you want to take. Which path you want to take is a very funny thing. Let us say you have met an object and how do you want to use that object in your world? Do you want to misuse it? You want to use it? You want to do something else with it? It all depends on that individual and the individual uses his powers to you know do something with that object so let us let us say for example a person finds a gold coin what would he do so maybe he would take it put it in his pocket and lock it up in his tijori he could do that or he could go and give it to his girlfriend he could do that or he could go and buy some goods and do some business with it. Right? There are various ways. Or he could give it to charity. Or he could not even bother picking it up. So there are multiple options that are available. So in life when we are doing certain things, there are multiple options that are there in front of us. Always remember this. And you are playing dice with life. So which option would you like to exercise? So we all have different different kinds of options which we can exercise. If you take the worst kind of option, you will end up with 14 years of problems. Hmm? You know that, no? Or you don't know that? Chauda Varaska Banwas. In all the stories it is there, isn't it? Chauda Varaska Banwas. 14 years of... You don't even know where the hell you are going. Okay? So it's always like that. So options are very important. And always to be sattvic in nature is extremely important. Because if you exercise the option which will take you downwards, then yes, you, you, you will be affected by that. Destiny plays a very very important role during that period in time. And that is the reason why we need to exercise restraint, constraint or whatever that is. So that you don't do anything wrong. At that moment you should always ensure that you are taking the right decisions. And right decisions which are basically dharmic, on the path of dharma, not wrong decisions. So wrong decisions should not be taken any time. Wrong decisions like, you know, many a times we have the option that you are sitting in an examination and the options are there, you don't know the answer. What are the options? Your neighbor, your friend is there. Hey, can you please pass me on your answer sheet? And you may copy that. Or... You may copy it on a sheet of paper in your own pocket and use notes. That is like copying. Or you could do various other things. You know, you could just let the let the paper be like that. Or try to think very hard. What is the answer to this? So if you see which is the best option. The best option is not to copy but think about the right answer at that point in time. Use your brains. Use the capacity which God has given you to find out answers yourself. So many a times the right answer is thinking about the problem and then going on the path of dharma, not a dharma. Okay? So when you are faced with this kind of an options, think about it. 
what is it that you are doing do you want to fall down do you want to get into those kind of things so now i think you understand what it means that you are playing dice god is always playing dice remember this so <coughs> the resident of dwarka said obisans unto you o narayana o holder of the conch disc and club o lotus eyed damodara o govinda o cherished descendant of yadu lord savita has come to see you you o lord of the universe he is blinding everyone's eyes with his intensity effulgent rays savita okay what is the mantra that we do in the mornings gayatri mantra isn't it in that it is said na savitur huh? that is sun god's mantra basically and it's a mantra which is basically containing a lot of proper information sometime we may do it the most exalted demigods in the three worlds are certainly anxious to see you out oh lord now that you have hidden yourself among the yadu dynasty thus the unborn sun god has come to see you sukhdev goswami continued hearing these innocent words the lotus eyed lord smiled broadly and said this is not the sun god ravi but radha satrajit who is glowing because of the jewel so krishna knows what is happening king satrajit entered his opulent home festively executing auspicious rituals he had qualified brahmanas installed the shamantaka jewel in the house's temple room each day the gem would produce eight bharas of gold my dear prabhu and the place in which he was kept and properly worship would be free of calamities such as famine or untimely death and also of evils like snake bites mental and physical disorders and the presence of deceitful persons so what does he do satrajit he brings the jewel puts it in his puja room and does puja to it every day and every day the jewel is giving a lot of gold coins to him which he uses for becoming opulent and rich in this world and wherever this jewel is you will find that there are lots of bad things will never happen this bad things will never happen in that place so coming back to the story on one occasion when lord krishna requested satrajit to give the jewel to the yadu king ugrasen but satrajit was so greedy that he refused he gave no thought to the seriousness of the offense he committed by denying the lord's request so sometimes you know the lord says can you please give the jewel to my father over here ugrasen is grandfather ugrasen is a person remember he was ruling uh, the kingdom over there in mathura hmm? isn't it so says can you please give the jewel to him he says no i am not going to give one satrajit's brother so at that time he is denied the lord one satrajit's brother prasena having hung the brilliant jewel around his neck mounted a horse and went hunting into the forest a lion killed prasena and the horse and took the jewel but when the lion entered a mountain cave he was killed by jambavan who wanted the jewel now the story goes like this Now the jewel is in the puja room of Satrajit. Satrajit's brother Prasena. What does he do? He likes the jewel. He says maybe I will wear it and go somewhere. Now he wears the jewel and he goes out hunting. So when he goes out hunting into the jungle, a lion sees this particular jewel and because it is bright and shining, remember this, and the lion kills him. When the lion kills him and the lion is carrying the jewel with him. at that time there is a big creature 
what is like a big um, bhalu bhalu you understand bear hmm. so it's a very big bear huge bear now this bear is very very tall and large so it catches the lion kills it takes the jewel from him all right and takes it to his cave he has got a daughter by the way remember the last story that we were talking about i gave you a, a glimpse of the story huh? a little i i hope you remember he has got a daughter called jambavati uh ah, now you all remember good so now jambavati story is there little bit then we come back to satrajit so now remember this jewel has now gone to jambavan with the within the cave jamba jambavan let his young son have the shamantaka jewel as a toy to play with meanwhile satrajit not seeing his brother return became deeply troubled he said krishna probably killed my brother who went to the forest wearing the jewel on his neck the general populace heard this accusation and began whispering it in one another's ear now he knows that his brother has gone to the jungle wearing that jewel remember in the previous verse it was mentioned that krishna tells satrajit can you please lend that particular jewel to my grandfather all right but he says no so naturally he thinks satrajit thinks that krishna is the one who is gone after my brother prasena and killed him or something like that must have happened so he starts accusing prasena a prasena no, sorry he starts accusing krishna he krishna must have killed prasena or something like that when lord krishna heard this rumors he wanted to remove the stain on his reputation so he took some of dwarka citizens and went with him and set out to retrace prasena's path so naturally if somebody is accusing you you want the accusation to be cleaned out cleared out isn't it so what does krishna do krishna goes out to the jungle to where prasena had gone in the forest he found prasena and his horse both killed by the lion further on they found the lion dead with the mountain side slain by a rakshasa called jambavan the lord stationed his subjects outside the terrifying pitch dark cave of the king of the bears and then he entered alone so now krishna is entering this cave of the bear there lord krishna saw the most precious jewel had been made into a child's plaything determined to take it away he approached the child the child's nurse carried out in fear upon seeing this extraordinary person standing before them jambavan strongest of the strong heard the cries and angrily ran towards the lord unaware of his true position and thinking him an ordinary man jambavan angrily began fighting with the supreme lord his master he doesn't know who he is in the past life jambavan is a person who was given the blessing by shri ram okay so that he can meet him in the next life the two fought furiously that means he must have been in that cave for so many millennia you know so many years because that was in one yuga and this is in another yuga the two fought furiously in single combat each determined to win contending against each other with various weapons and then stones tree trunks and finally bare hands then they struggled like two hawks battling over a piece of flesh the fight went on without rest for 28 days the two opponents striking each other with their fists with finally which fell like the cracking blows of lightning his bulging muscles pummeled by the great blows of lord krishna's fist his strength faltering and his limbs perspiring jambavan greatly astonished finally spoke to the lord so naturally he is getting subdued by the lord 
and at that time what happens he says you are the ultimate creature of all creators in this jamavan said i know now that you are the life air and the sensory mental and bodily strength of all living beings you are lord vishnu the original person the supreme all powerful controller so jamavan says the only person who can defeat is, is sri ram isn't it that's a vishnu avatar so he says the only person who could do this to me would be you only you are the ultimate creator of all the creators in this world and everything created you are underlying substance you are the subduer of all subduers the supreme lord and the supreme soul of all souls you are he who impelled the ocean to give way when he sidelong glances slightly manifesting his anger disturb the crocodiles and timingala fish within the watery depths you are he who built the great bridge to establish his fame who burned down the city of lanka and whose arrows severed the heads of ravana which then fell to the ground so jamavan is remembering who he is tells him yes in the last life you had used this particular opportunity of killing ravan you had built that entire setu setu is the pull between india and lanka sukhdev goswami continued okay lord krishna then addressed the king of the bears who had understood the truth the lotus side personality of godhead the son of devaki touched jamavan with his hand which bestows all blessings and spoke to his devotee with sublime compassion his grave voice deeply resounding like a cloud lord krishna said it is for this jewel o lord of the bears that we have come to your cave i intend to use this jewel to disprove false accusations against me thus addressed jambavan happily honored lord krishna by offering him his maiden daughter jambavati together with the jewel so jambavati is jambavan's daughter remember jambavati okay in the other story i had already told you who she is she is parvati herself in the in the goloka she has been told you know that you will be born on this earth as jambavati all these are different different aspects of the lord himself everything is an aspect of the lord so naturally she is born as jambavati right and she will be having a son as well and that son is going to be the son which is there always with her that is called kartike swami you know so kartike will be born to jambavati as well so this is the entire story back here again thus address jambavan happily honored lord krishna by offering him his maiden daughter jambavati together with the jewel and this jambavati had been given a very very special vardan that she will remain the same age all her life she can never age and that is the reason why from the last yuga till this yuga she doesn't age at all she is still a very young maiden as lord sauri had entered the cave the people of dwarka who had accompanied him waited 12 days without seeing him come out finally they had given up and returned to their city in great sorrow when devaki rukmini devi vasudev and the lords other relatives and friends heard that he had not come out of the cave they, they all lamented cursing satrajit the sorrowful head residents of dwarka approached the durga deity named chandrabhaga and prayed to her for krishna's return when the citizen had finished worshiping the demi goddess she spoke to them in response promising to grant their request just then lord krishna who had achieved his purpose appeared before them in the company of his new wife fulfilling them with joy seeing lord rishikesh return as if from death accompanied by the new wife and wearing the shamantaka jewel on his neck all the people were roused in jubilation lord krishna 
summoned Satraji to the royal assembly. There, in the presence of King Ugrasen, Krishna announced the recovery of the jewel and then formally presented it to Satraji. Hanging his head in shame, Satraji took the gem and returned home, all the while feeling remorse of his sinful behavior. Naturally, Krishna, see in uh, the Lord is the truth, remember these words. The Lord is the truth, it's the ultimate truth. Whatever he says or does is nothing but the truth. But what the world does is it distorts the truth. It distorts it in such a way and always accuses the Lord for doing something wrong. Even in our life, when something wrong happens to us, we always tell the Lord, you are responsible for the problems that I am having today in life. Whereas the Lord is not at all responsible. There is nothing like He taking up any responsibility. It is your own karma. It is the way we behave. Like I told you, you know, we are playing dice always. Isn't it? And that is the reason why it is very very important for us to believe in this. Okay. Pondering over his grievous offense and worried about the possibility of conflict with the Lord's mighty devotee, King Satrajit thought, how can I cleanse myself of my contamination and how may Lord Achyuta become satisfied with me? What can I do to regain my good fortune and avoid being cursed by the populace for being so short-sighted, miserly, foolish and avaricious? I shall give my daughter the jewel of all women to the Lord together with the Shamantaka jewel. That indeed is the only proper way to pacify him. So Satrajit is thinking now I have done this great sin of calling, accusing the Lord which is not a done thing. You should never accuse the Lord for anything. So then if you have done it, how do you repay it back? There is always, there has to be, you know, you need to feel the remorse and you need to repay everything, all this back. So what he says, the only way is which I can give my very beautiful daughter called Satyabhama. Having thus intelligently made up his mind, King Satrajit personally arranged to present Lord Krishna with the fair daughter and the Shamantaka jewel. So, the Lord married Satyabhama in proper religious fashion, possessed of excellent behavior, Along with beauty, broad-mindedness and all other good qualities, she had been sought by many men. The Supreme Personality of God had told Satrajit, We do not take care, care to take this jewel back, O King. You are the sun god devotee, so let it stay in your possession. Thus we will enjoy its benefits. So what happens over here? Finally the jewel comes back to Sri Krishna and along with the jewel comes Satyabhama. A small story of Satyabhama. Satyabhama is uh, many years later after Krishna has left Vrindavan now this is from another book okay this is not from this book but just to link the stories up together so let me give you an idea about it Krishna was playing with all the gopis in Vrindavan as a very young boy I'm sure you remember all that now many years have passed by and Krishna has now become a great king he has married Rukmini he has stayed in that particular kingdom of Dwarka. Now we shifted from Mathura to Dwarka. Remember this? In all our stories we are following this. So now, who is Satyabhama? Now there, in this book, we had done that there was a, there was a fair damsel in, uh, in Gokul, Vrindavan, who used to be talking to the, you know, the bee, if you remember, you know, uh, the bee or even after that, she talks to the beetle and she says, Krishna, where you have gone and so on and so forth. The same maiden, her name is Radha. Now Radha's story is completely different. It is eliminated from this book because Radha's story is absolutely on the different plane. 
we cannot have that story over here remember uh, the reason why we cannot have all that story over here it would have made another 4 lakh verses and uh, you can't have uh, you know uh, pause button for uh, over here why somebody is dying boss right and sukhdev is telling the story you can't say you know okay now wapas mein you know backward jaake you know i will tell you this story then i will tell you that story already this is 4 lakh verses and here king parikshit is dying remember the beginning of this book so that entire portion has been eliminated so radha who is the portion of krishna she is krishna herself by the way now krishna to express his love for his own self how do you love yourself love thyself these words are always there with us isn't it love thyself we always keep on degrading ourselves you know how we degrade ourselves we call ourselves names we say that we are bad we are like this i cannot do this this is not possible this is impossible every time we give ourselves this kind of very beautiful titles so if you ask you know ye kar sakte ho no i cannot khana bana sakte ho nahi aata hai मतलब बिरयानी बनाने को आता है नहीं आता है क्यों नहीं आता है सब कर सकते हैं आदमी अगर चाहे तो कुछ भी कर सकता है सो फर्स्ट यू नीड टू लव योर सेल्फ डोंट कीप ऑन सेइंग आई डोंट नो इट्स नॉट पॉसिबल इट इज इम्पॉसिबल आई एम टायर्ड आई एम हंग्री आई एम एंग्री डोंट गिव दिस काइंड ऑफ रीजन्स सो कृष्णा दैट इज द एंटिटी विथ इन अस विच वी कॉल एज अ सुप्रीम डिवाइन हैज अनदर एंटिटी क्रिएट्स अनदर एंटिटी now this particular entity is called radha radha is nothing but what we say as the essence of the inner being essence and in reality radha is also us you know the same lord within us how do you love yourself how does a person love himself you know how simple it is to love thyself means very simply first can you take care of your own self right now you have seen small babies no with the nose running and all that you know shit all over the place do you like that kind of a baby would you like to touch a baby whose nose is running and you know is crying all the time with all the shit all over the place rolling in it and all hands dirty and all no 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 you want to see a clean baby johnson's baby right you want to see johnson's baby so the johnson's baby is clean neat perfect nice good so you want to handle that kind of a baby it's exactly like us we are like that you know if you don't have you, you have not combed your hair you have kept yourself unkempt dirty this that first and foremost when you look in the actually most of the people don't have mirrors but they don't like to look at themselves but this computer is such a uh, deadly thing you know you can see your own self also yes so <laughs> so you should be well groomed when you when you are well groomed you know nicely dressed you look good to yourself you start loving yourself that should not increase your ego by the way it should be you feel nice and good about yourself now if you don't take bath for 2 days you know what happens no you stink you'll do like this <laughs> you don't want to spray no clean yourself shouts very very important you have to clean yourself look nice so it all starts with the external body then you come to the internal body where you have to purify yourself purifying the thoughts is very very important so you become pure 
and at the end of all this purification process you start loving yourself the most then you empower yourself and then you say to yourself i can do anything in this world radha is nothing but that she is the most beautiful she is you she is yourself krishna is you so everybody is both these entities as we call as radha and krishna are both within you so coming back to the story radha is that person who has taken the form she has come on the earth and she craves for krishna okay and she craves so much for krishna that he, she keeps on going and singing songs about him always lost in him and krishna has left her and gone away he has gone to mathura remember that hmm? last time he went to mathura akrura has come and taken him away right so after that now he has gone to dwarka now radha after many years cannot overcome this viraha viraha bhakti so what she does is she takes a jala samadhi jala samadhi with the idea that she will be born close to krishna and when she takes jala samadhi she is reborn as satyabhama satyabhama is a very young woman she is reborn as satyajit's daughter and she will be responsible for a lot many changes because in the kingdom the running of that entire kingdom called dwarka was done by satyabhama any war that krishna fought she wanted to be in the forefront so she will always go with you know fully clad and wanting to fight all his battles for him so it was always like that the story of satyabhama is that she always wants to be on the forefront so you say during this book we i will also tell you some story about tulsi and how the whole thing happened and then so on and so forth there are various other stories that will come along i mean they are not there in this book but i can definitely you know give you a little little portion of it so this particular portion where radha becomes satyabhama is from another book so we have come to the end of this chapter and we shall return tomorrow uh, chapter 57 all right so you take care you have a very nice day and bye yeah 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 yes thank you i i am going out today and today there is a lot of work to be done so i fire time then i will ping you all right bye
those uh, girls have sent me a message, my tenant, India, mein, saying that uh, this is like 11 months already, <laughs> so fast time felt. They said they would like to extend karke bole. So I wanted to ask you and then... Yeah, let them extend it. Talk to your mistake. Rent 5% increase? Oh, increase 5% normal, hota hai, yeah. 5 or 10% will be able to talk about it. फाइव मिनट्स पहले ही कट किया। I saw that। ये लोग देखिए पंद्रह मिनट पहले आ गए। दस मिनट का अपॉइंटमेंट है पंद्रह मिनट पहले। दस बजे का। दस मिनट का नहीं। सर दस बजे राज वो क्या बोल रहा है वो इससे कर ना उसका रिमोट है ना किधर तो भी उससे कर ना मेलविन आज आ रहा है कल बाबा कल आ रहा है कल साढ़े ग्यारह बजे को ओह 